This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. We are having dinner with friends in Berkeley, Rio and Kyle. They are rich, and so we sit in a big backyard on a lavish couch. That's what rich people do, I guess, have couches outside. We watch our kids run through the sprinklers. The rascals have even found a way to angle one of the sprinklers to douse a big slide so they can speed down it, crash into the bright green grass and look over at us, laughing and gasping for air. Then Kyle suddenly changes the topic of conversation to something grim. He's been drinking and apparently this information has been speeding around his head like ghosts on their own wet slide. And so he burps a non sequitur. His friend has just committed suicide. Probably. It might have been an accidental overdose, but that's unlikely. I offer my condolences, but he keeps talking over me over all of us, and he'll keep talking until this makes sense to him. He tells us that she only had one arm. She only had one arm because 20 years ago she shot up bug spray, raid or black flag, sucked the poison up into a syringe and shot it into her arm. It did spectacular damage to her body and the only way they could save her was to amputate the toxic limb. He is drinking red wine and he's not really looking at any of us as he spills this story. Kyle has the information in his head, but it's formless, like dry sand, and you can't make anything out of dry sand. And so he has this sliding pile of news about her overdose and his mind can't make sense of any of it. My instinct is that nobody can make sense of this unless you've tried to take your own life. If you are in our disgusting club, you take that dry sand and add an angry liquid, and suddenly you can form anything you want of those sandy facts. I know what it's like to swallow so many pills to escape this place. Know what it's like to look around and see only despair. When your surroundings are polluted like that, you know beyond any doubt that your life will never get better. You know with absolute clarity that leaving has to be better than being here. So you find whatever supplies will midwife you away. You find a needle and poison to eradicate insects. And you shoot the solution into your system and you wonder, well, if it kills the creepy crawlies that infest the outside world, will it work its magic in me? Can it clean me? Can this poison purify? Her arm, I can imagine it, I can see it wilting, that gangrenous, oozing limb, a herald of the whole body if they hadn't hacked it away. I remember in the aftermath of my own suicide attempt feeling thrilled at my cowardice, how my whole being puked up those pills because once they landed in my stomach, waiting to kick in and kill me, that's when I realized how badly I wanted to survive my face over the toilet, my mouth open, my pills leaving me, landing with a splash, the smell of bile and tequila, the tears in my eyes making everything look shattered, the infamy of not following through with it, the futility of going on, at least like this. 
And this woman's arm, it was missing. It was invisible to everyone except her. I bet she saw it. Yes, she saw it every day. Yes, she saw it and she felt it and she loved it. We mutilate ourselves not out of hate, but from a place of sanctuary because it feels good, because it's a relief, an antidote, either temporary or permanent. She needed to follow her arms, example, and go. She needed to see this other world for herself. Hell, maybe the arm had been reporting back to her. Hell, maybe the arm knew something incredible that a healing ecosystem awaits. Yes, a lush garden of angels whose amputated arms flap around like beautiful birds and everyone is cured and everyone is happy. But these aren't the sort of things we're supposed to lob into casual conversation, especially on a fancy outdoor couch, especially while our kids zoom down their makeshift water slide and land on the bright green grass, laughing and laughing and laughing. Angels in this strange, noxious place.